0: And that works incredibly well. So in 18 months, that's built 700K. This is Three Marketers Walk Into A Podcast, episode one. You're listening to Three Marketers Walk Into A Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks at Response Suite. Whoa,
1: there we go. Welcome to the first episode officially of Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast.
2: Yes, indeed. This is Rob and Kennedy from Response Suite. We're Hello. super excited to be here.
1: We really are excited to be here. It's been a, a great week at Response Suite HQ here. The four of us have been really getting some stuff done. We've got we've got a great interview lined up for this very first episode. I'm super duper excited. The thing I've been getting most excited about this week is the launch. Of, uh, of, of all these new features that we've been putting into response. We, we had a meeting just the other day where we sat, at, sat and laid out all of the plans for what's gonna happen feature-wise and release-wise for all of our customers in the next quarter. And I think there's just, nothing gets me more buzzed and more excited than actually doing that and going, oh, this is going to be amazing. Like, it's already phenomenal. Yeah, as we glance over the roadmap of what's to come, and we look at all of you, know, it's like the mama's secret recipe of what goes
2: on <laughs> at ResponseSuite. And it's all very, very exciting to help you guys uh, use the software and be more powerful. But... That's enough about us. So yeah, I mean, speaking responses. of
1: exciting, we, late, earlier this week, we, we caught up with a friend of ours called Ollie Luke. And Ollie, is just, he's just a phenomenal guy. He's, he's a phenomenal copywriter. He's got a real solid grounding in direct mail. And a lot of people think, hey, direct mail, that's sort of an old-fashioned thing, sending stuff through the post. And so when Ollie tells us that he's doing it now and getting better results now than he ever has... that's that's some. it's time to sort of sit up and listen really isn't it
2: yeah I had some real misconceptions about what direct mail was and how it should be used and all of that stuff in a modern world but Ollie has completely changed that and given us some really solid strategies to actually start using it and getting better results so that's all you need to know about the episode so let's dive straight in and introduce you to Mr. Ollie Luke
1: So Ollie, do us a favor, tell everybody what is your sort of definition of what you mean when you talk about direct mail.
0: Oh man, you, you've got a very enthusiastic voice, uh, much more enthusiastic when we were talking a minute ago. Um, so direct mail is essentially sending stuff through the post. Um, it, it's, it's weird, everyone knew what direct mail was 15 years ago, but now millennials, including myself, seems to think it's some form of sending dick pics on on instagram or something yeah um, Derek Mel is is literally putting stamps on stuff taking it to the post office handing it to the old lady behind the counter and her, her sending it halfway across the country delivered to a door for less than 70p
1: right okay so you mentioned it but what's the difference between because a lot of the people who've been around marketing at all Um, They might know people like Dan Kennedy, who was massive into it. And obviously, that was all back in the 90s and stuff. What would you say is the sort of big difference between offline direct mail in the 90s and that direct mail now? What's changed?
0: Well, now direct mail combines with online marketing. And like, I I don't believe there's offline marketing and online marketing anymore. Uh, Marketing is marketing. In my eyes, it's. It's literally getting the right message in front of the right person and the vehicle that you use to do that, whether that is a a Facebook ad, an email or a physical letter, is is somewhat irrelevant. So I think the big difference is in the 90s, direct mail was one of the only forms of communication to reach people, whereas now it kind of works in synergy with with your online efforts and um, helps boost the conversion
2: of them. So you talked a little bit about there about online and offline. Obviously, one of the things about online marketing is we know we can test a load of stuff really, really cheaply. With offline marketing, people might be worried that it's going to cost them loads of money in order to get the same reach and to do some testing. So how would you go about starting to do offline direct mail right now on a smaller budget?
0: Yeah, no, great question. And there seems to be a big misconception. So the way that question was posed um in my mind you're almost thinking that in 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 order to test direct mail you need to send it to hundred thousand people it's going to cost you you know a couple of hundred thousand pound or maybe uh, five thousand people it's going to cost you twenty thousand pounds to test it where, where in fact it's quite the opposite so the best direct mail strategy that i can give you and i imagine most of our listeners to this are marketers and do mostly online marketing uh, the best strategy i can give you is to literally email everyone on your list and say, you know, hey, there's an opportunity that's open to work with me, or there's an opportunity to learn about X, Y, and Z. If you're interested, send me your postal details or fill in this form, give me your postal information, and I'll send you a letter uh, about this opportunity. There's two sides to that. The first one is the only people that will reply are massively interested in in what you're going to send them. Uh, It's pre-imposed that you're going to sell them something, and then it gives you the opportunity to send them, a, a, a literally a letter in the post, which is a sales pitch, which they'll read without um, anything else competing for their attention. It's not on a screen with uh, lots of other browsers open, or lots of other windows and tabs, or all the emails on the bottom, or 101 other emails surrounding it. It's literally a, a, a one-to-one sales conversation away from the distraction of the phone and the screen, uh, where you can pitch them uh, on on your product program or, or course. Um, so that's the best strategy for direct mail for me. Uh, And I'm, you know, my my approach to direct mail is using online uh, as the platform to warm people up and find out who the buyers are and then taking the sales process offline.
1: I think that's really interesting because the way you're doing it is you're taking the resource you already have and saying, hey, there is this opportunity. Only those qualified people say, yeah, I want to do that. Only only the interested people say, yeah, I want to do that. Like you said, they already know you're going to sell them or certainly pitch something to them, which is going to mean you don't have to waste lots of money throwing out absolutely cold mail to brand new prospect. You've got these people who are already predisposed to doing it, which is going to save you a lot of money and they're already pre-qualified. So you're going to have higher conversions really amazing in fact could you give us some kind of an example of something you did recently of a direct mail campaign that you ran that got you a good response and on that actually be really good if we could talk about what would you consider to be a good response and what should we be looking for in this day and age
0: yeah no great question so i i revert away from cold direct mail i really try and avoid it because it's a very quick way to to spend a lot of money without being having the, being able to have the ability to test, as you mentioned. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm always do everything online and then use direct mail as a strategy to sell. So um, the the example I'll give you is kind of going back to the advice I just I just gave. The advice I just gave wasn't based on opinion; it was based on on what's worked. And um, so we put a strategy in place uh, 18 months ago for a client that we have in the U.S. who uh, he sells trading information. So, you know, forex trading, um, information market is probably the the, the nicest way of putting it. So basically, I'll I'll just take you through the process of what works and I'll give you the results at the end. So um, we drove the traffic in like normal, normal funnel. um, And then I think it was 30 days into people kind of being in his world. uh, We sent them a series of emails that said um, we're opening up spaces on our what we call our elite package, which is a 12 month coaching program which is $5,000 a year. If you're interested, then um, I want you to apply for a letter. We're always only looking for very uh, very specific people. So if you're interested, fill out all this information. We'll review the application. And if we feel you're right, we'll send you a packet in the post which holds further information. Um, so the people that filled that in, we then sent them like um, what we call a PIP envelope, which is, I think it's like one centimeter wide, but you can you can send it as a, a large first class stamp, so it's a lot cheaper than sending a package. It's um, it, it, yeah, it's cheap to send, but can fit quite a lot in. So we send that, and inside was a, a booklet we had produced, which was just rammed full of. it's like three hundred plus testimonials in there. And we called it like the little, block, uh, the little black book of delighted traders. And and then there was a letter. And the letter basically discouraged them. So it's reasons why this isn't right for you. Uh, it's probably too expensive. You're probably not committed enough. Uh, you're probably not mentally tough enough to deal with Forex trading. And then at the end, if you're still interested, then go to this page and, uh, and then schedule a call with us. And then the call was to then close 5K. Um, and that worked incredibly well. So in 18 months, that's built 700K. Uh, 150 sales off the back of it, and literally to send it to people, I think it was closing about one in 15 packages that we sent in the end. Um, yeah, so it was massively profitable, um, so that billed $700,000 in 18 months, so it's 150 sales. Uh, we made about 5K, there's been a few refunds in that, um, and that was one in 15 of the packets that we, we sent was then becoming a client. So it was costing us, I think, about $15 to $20 to send each packet. uh, One in 15 becoming a client and and selling at 5K. So it was a very very profitable campaign. And that's still running now. It's an asset to the business. um, And it's allowing us to buy a ton of new traffic uh, because we know in 30 to 60 days' time, uh, a percentage of them are then joining the elite package and and investing in 5K.
2: That's amazing. Obviously, at the minute, everyone's talking about GDPR. How does that
0: affect direct mail? Uh, To be honest, it doesn't particularly, and it's a a bit of a gray area. Uh, A bit of an advantage for me. So uh, my business partner in – so I have a handwritten direct mail business that I run. Business partner in that, uh, he delivers training for the Chamber of Commerce throughout the UK on GDPR, so it's it's been pretty handy. Basically, if you're – B2B especially, if you're sending direct mail with legitimate interest, then you have nothing to worry about. Um, GDPR is much more focused on B2C. It's it's to cut out things like PPI or Uber processing data incorrectly. But as long as you're marketing through direct mail with legit, legitimate interest, uh, then you're fine. It's like you'll, you'll still get a, a flyer from Sky because they're sending it with legitimate interest that you uh, maybe have been a Sky customer before. And this, it's likely that you'll be a Sky customer again. So uh, it's not particularly going to affect direct mail because there's not many people who are sending direct mail cold and just smashing lists Mm-hmm. Um, like people are spamming email lists cause it's free. Uh, people are a little bit more smart with direct mail cause it's, it, it's, there's a cost attached to sending it. But the, the easiest thing to do is offer an opt out, um, on our print newsletter that we send. There's, there's an opt out if you want to, if you want to stop receiving it, email this email address. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to have much of an impact
1: Okay, interesting. Very, very cool. Okay, so if you were to go back to the beginning, and what's the one thing about direct mail that you so wish you'd known about earlier?
0: Uh, the one thing. I've got two things, so I'll give you okay. them. Oh, we'll um, take two. We'll take two. So the first one is, is the best way to get a response from direct mail. And I mean, in terms of actually sending it, forget what's inside the envelope, how do you make sure it gets opened, how do you maximize the people that open it each with a letter, uh, and this comes back to something that I learned. I think it was a Dan Kennedy. I think it was Bill Glazer, actually. Um, and we've built a business off the back of it in the UK, which was uh, if you're sending direct mail with the intention to sell something, then send it in an envelope that stands out, which means either it's a irregular shape or it's at least colorful. Um, make sure the recipient's name and address is handwritten, genuinely handwritten on the envelope, and send it with a real stamp. Don't send it in a white boring envelope. Don't print the name and address. Don't. Have a franking stamp on it because instantly, uh, you know, when we get home this evening and look at our mail for the day, any mail that looks somewhat personal is going to get opened. Where the rest that have probably got my name spelled on, dear homeowner, or, or just have been sent with a big franking stamp, then they're mm-hmm. going to go straight to the bottom of the pile. So that's the first thing. Uh, and the second thing is adding direct mail to your online marketing efforts. Um, like man, if I wish, if, if I knew that sooner, um, I'd be well richer. <laughs> um, life would be somewhat different um, you know it's only the last two years really where we started to realise how powerful this is and how much it boosts conversion and how easy it is to do that's really really interesting okay we're going to zoom through into what we call a quick
1: fire round uh, where we're going to ask you for really brief short snappy answers hey, hey.
0: you don't want to miss out on more of these fabulous nuggets do you mm-hmm. make sure you subscribe to the three marketers podcast now on your podcast player
2: So can you give us a book that you would recommend?
0: Uh, It would be Bill Glazer's Outrageous Advertising. First direct response book I read. One of my favorites, main things is it's about direct mail, but it's it's Be Different, Be Wacky, which which I've tried to use throughout all my marketing, throughout every channel.
1: Yeah, absolutely love it. It's on my bookshelf too. So what would you say is your top success habit?
0: Oh man, you're gonna get some really shitty answers here. Um, I, I'm not great. Yeah, I, I don't take 101 pills to so try and balance it out every every morning. I don't. Uh, I don't write a, a list of things I'm gratitude grateful for. I don't. I don't sit and fantasize about how my life will look. Um, the the only thing I kind of do is super early mornings. Um, especially when you have a child, you appreciate being up before them and uh, hot baths. Like a uh, uh, hot bath, like to the point that it's. Like I, if, I, if there's a competition for who can handle the hotter baths in the UK, I'd be up there because I, you know, straight hot water, uh, straight in with a whiskey, and that's my only time where I really can relax and deeply think about stuff. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, do you have? Is it bubbles or no bubbles? Uh, it depends on the mood. Oh, um, so. sometimes it's candles. Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, Just a romantic side yeah. just for myself. Yeah, excellent. Who anyway. do you look up to? He's uh, probably Morrissey um he is the coolest man and the most interesting man and i've got no reason to look up for him because he's going slowly mental but um yeah man i i, I really struggle to come up with something for this because um, it's not it's not like my father it's not jesus christ mm. um it's not particularly richard branson um I, I don't really look up to anyone but morris is the only person who i find absolutely fascinating
1: Okay, so you've had a great deal of successes with uh, various parts of your business, and your direct mail stuff's really successful. But how have you defined success, and how do you define success?
0: Now, it used to be uh, make my, you know, make your parents proud, hmm. um, and then that didn't take that much compared to the rest of my family. I did that within about six months. Um, so I think the thing is now is is making. Like, I've got a two-year-old, soon to be two-year-old son. If, if I can have him growing up thinking I'm some form of superhero then I think that's it. Uh, I can't attach a financial figure to it. I can't say, oh, as long as I can go to bed happy at night, because that's all bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, yeah, I, I really have no idea. Well, that, that, I think that's, that would be the thing where I'd, I'd somehow attach some success to it. Most
2: importantly, who do you like more? Me, Rob, or Kennedy? Uh, well, it's
0: like asking who your favourite chuckle brother is. It's, <laughs> it's, you can't really answer it. I suppose it's got to come down to this. Like, I know Rob's full name. Rob Temple. Kennedy, I, I don't know if you're if, what I can't pick you, Kennedy, until I see some form of ID to know what your actual <laughs> name is. I, I'm so confused. So it's going to have to be Rob for that reason. Unless you can prove ID, scan it over up. and send it.
1: All right. Okay. One point for Rob there. Okay. Finally, thank you for all that. Really interesting, loads of massive takeaways. Uh, if folks want to find out a bit more about you, what you're up to, your journey and, uh, and find out a bit more about the direct mail and stuff like that. What's the best place for them to connect with you and check you out?
0: Yeah, it's probably, uh, my website, which is Ollie Luke, O L I L U K E.com. Um, and the best thing they can do is subscribe to a free print newsletter that I physically send out every month to anyone that wants it, um, which is called the mail, and just includes marketing stuff. Uh, just, just basically rambles, but um, somewhat enjoyable. I hope
1: that's absolutely
2: great. Well, thank
1: you so much.
2: It's, it's been, been a pleasure. pleasure to spend some time
1: with you, dude. And uh, yeah, we look forward to talking to you soon. Cheers, guys. What a fantastic interview. What a really great way to start this podcast, isn't it? I mean, I just love the way that I always thought that doing direct mail was buy a mailing list and then just send loads of rubbish to people in the hope that some of them are actually going to take action on it and be interested in it. Because Ollie's strategy is completely the opposite of that, isn't it? It's, it's literally the people who are already engaged or already involved in you, and you take them from, off, from online to offline. That, that was my massive takeaway from that. Yeah, put your stuff in front of the most hyper-engaged people in a more effective
2: way. And also, the whole concept of sending out stuff that stands out from all of the junk mail you get. So put it in a brightly colored envelope, or put a picture on the envelope and handwrite it. Like I stopped and I thought, you know what, when I get a handwritten thing through the post, I open it straight away. So that really, really is powerful, and it, it's made me want to go out and start implementing this and work out how this can work for me. So yeah, and really this, is,
1: cool. this is just the first episode as well. I'm so excited. What you don't want to do is you don't want to miss the next episode. We've got phenomenal guests lined up for the rest of this week. So make sure you do one thing right now or as soon as it's safe to do so if you're driving and that is subscribe to the podcast and make sure you drop us a, drop us a tweet. Drop us a tweet to at response week. Let us know what your big takeaway from, Ollie, uh, from Ollie's interview there was. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. Now, you can also grab all of the
2: show notes and everything you need to know and find out more about Ollie uh, over at blog.responsesuite.com where you'll be able to check out all of the podcast episodes as they go live.
1: Yeah, all the show notes will detail just as a quick glance all the points that Ollie made and uh, lots more goodies inside of there as well. So check out the show notes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast because you don't want to miss what we've got coming for you tomorrow. Don't
0: miss a thing. thing. Check out the show notes at blog.responsesuite.com.